Hey, it's Chris Jones with The Jones Zone, and this episode of the podcast is brought to you by The Jones Zone at Keller Williams Realty. That's right. We sponsor our own podcast. So if you know of anybody looking to buy, sell, rent, or invest in residential real estate in the Charlotte, Rock Hill, Fort Mill area, have them connect with us on their favorite platform. Enjoy the show. It's Chris and Brian Jones, your real estate advocates, community connectors, talking Charlotte and York County area real estate, and interviewing business owners, entrepreneurs, and community leaders. Welcome to the Jones Zone Podcast. All right, welcome to the Jones Zone. Today we are joined by Frank All, the owner and operator of All Clean. All Clean is a local soft and pressure washing company servicing Fort Mill and surrounding areas. They wash houses, patios, pavements, fences, and more. If you're looking to get your house pressure washed, check out All Clean's amazing before and after photos and give Frank a call. Frank, welcome to the Jones Zone, man. Good to have you. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Okay. Um, so that was kind of a quick, brief introduction, but why don't you tell us a little bit about your uh, your personal story and your history and some of the things you've done and how and why you started your own pressure washing company. All right, thanks. Um, basically, I started this company back in 2015, so it's, we're going on our third season. And uh, it basically came about from uh, seeing other companies in the area pressure washing houses and actually um, got our house pressure washed by a uh, uh, what we thought was a reputable company. And um, basically they used a little bit more pressure than they probably should have and they stripped a little bit of paint off of our gable vent. And so, you know, I didn't think a whole lot of it. Didn't, you know, just kind of went along with it, paid them, they went about their business. And then um, our neighbor had their house done and, you know, I'm looking at these guys and I'm like, okay, I'm like, you know, this was kind of interesting. So I started doing some in- some research and um, I have a kind of a chemistry background because my father owns a chemical company here in Fort Mill that deals with industrial chemicals and cleaners and stuff like that. And so I know a lot about different kinds of chemicals and what chemicals can be used for certain kinds of uh, cleaning situations. And basically, um, kind of my history with that and then just kind of doing some other research about the equipment and that sort of thing kind of decided that you know I'd, I'd like to kind of get into the industry and um, started networking with some other contractors in this area and other contractors and in other areas across the country and uh, joined the UAMCC which is the United Association of Mobile Contract Cleaners and uh, did some training and just learned about all the different kinds of processes and equipment and basically the best ways that you can clean all kinds of different kinds of surfaces whether it be a house or concrete or asphalt or uh, wood restoration any of that kind of stuff and the kind of the appropriate um, process that you can use to clean those different surfaces because it's not all about pressure it's actually we've learned throughout the years that it's that pressure can do more harm than good and pressure can you know cause significant damage to your property and so now especially with like just with simple house washing you know we've decided that it's better to use a chemical process and detergents that are safe for your your house and your plants and everything else and we can basically you know come out there and apply some detergents to the property and then we rinse them off with like a garden hose a little bit more pressure than a garden hose and um 
it's just like your house is getting rained on and it's not getting blasted away and because using pressure is not cleaning alone it might take the color away and the mold away like that but it's not getting it down to the root and killing it and making it so that you know it, it stays cleaner longer um so what were you doing before you launched all clean i mean were you working i worked for my dad okay. I, was, I worked for my dad for a few years prior to that i was in the military okay. um, so i was in the, i was in the navy for a few years and um after i got out of the navy you know I, I, my dad he's had his company since before i was born so it's Which been around is it? it's called all technology incorporated oh, okay and they're out of Fort Mill, but they don't they don't do a whole lot of local stuff. They they sell to uh, big printing companies and um, glass companies and stuff like that. So a lot of their business is in other states and even in other countries. Um, so they do have a little bit of local stuff, but they sell on a large scale, like fifty five gallon drums, and they don't yeah. sell like you know you don't stuff that you buy at the hardware store in a gallon jug. So gotcha. So you're in the Navy for a little bit and I would thank you for your service. Thank you. You got out, started working for your dad and then you were at home and uh, the pressure washing service that you got didn't, <laughs> didn't that just kind of inspired you to start a little bit. Business? Yeah, I was actually in after I, uh, I well at the time when I was working with my dad I also decided to use my GI Bill that I, I didn't want that to go to waste so I went back to school for a little while Okay. and um, did some uh, I was doing science, science background stuff like biology and chemistry and um, you know, it was working out pretty well, but then the student loans started piling on and, and all that kind of stuff. And so I said, you know, need to do something for some, some income. And, you know, my, my wife, she, you know, works full time. And, and again, I had that pressure washing done. And then again, my neighbor had somebody out and it just looked like something kind of, you know, that it just piqued my interest. I guess we were, we were just talking about it, you know, between the neighbors and everything. It just, again, it just piqued my interest and, um, you know, luckily I didn't just go out to Home Depot and buy a pressure washer and just start going to town on people's properties. You know, I, I spent several months doing research. And, I'm interested and, in that. So what kind of research did you do? I mean, did you, I mean, were you just researching? A lot like of it started on, startup, online. Startup. Um, yeah, it, a lot of it did start online. but And a lot of it too was not just researching how to do it. It was also researching, you know, the process of starting a business, you yeah. know, like making sure that, you know, I had to... Um, you know, we're an LLC, so filing and registering with the state and getting an employment ID and with the IRS. And, um, you know, here in South Carolina, you have to, um, um, the majority of the municipalities, you have to have a business license. So going to the town of Fort Mill and Rock Hill and TK, getting all these business licenses settled. And um, so a lot of it was research into that. And then other parts were, um, basically you know it started with some google searches and even um you know i learned from from um from you know researching other reputable companies in in different areas you can find a lot of stuff online um but also one thing that came was when i found um forums for like the U, the U, uh, the UAMCC which is the United Association of Mobile Contract Cleaners and the PWRA which is a pressure washing resource association they're like national organizations that have training events and conventions and it's, you know it's just like any other industry whether it be you know the auto having like an auto show or a, you know a, a medical convention if you for doctors and stuff yeah. like that so you know those organizations um, of course this was a 
this was a couple of years ago. So those organizations would have forums and I would go on the forums and kind of, you know, ask questions and get to know different people. And I've actually made some really good friends over the past couple of years. And, um, you know, now that um, I've joined these organizations and, um, you know, with the rise of Facebook continually going, you know, fast, higher and higher um, and Facebook groups becoming, um, you know, more prevalent in our society like they kind of moved away from the forums and now they've started like like with the UAMCC they have different levels of membership so to speak and so like you can be like a free member or you can be like a contributing member which is what we are so we pay into it every year that way we can go to the conventions and go to the training events and um what what other Contractors are in the UAMCC or the UAMCC is uh, like like it stands for it's the United Association of Mobile Contract Cleaners. So it's only going to be um, basically your pressure washing and carpet cleaning industry. Okay. So that's why they kind of go the mobile contract cleaning because it's somebody that's that's coming to a, they pull a place, up with their you know. Stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's it's primarily pressure washing. There's not a whole whole lot of I mean from what I gathered i mean there are some carpet cleaning you know companies and some carpet cleaning companies do pressure washing as well that kind of intertwine the two services um because the equipment is similar but um i would say the majority probably at least half to two-thirds of it is is more leans more towards the contractors that are solely in the cleaning or restoration side of things and so we go like our national convention um this past year in 2016 Luckily for me, it actually happened to be in Charlotte at the convention center. And so there was um, thousands of people, you know, nice. a couple thousand people there. And, um, you know, it was, uh, we took different classes and they, they, they do breakout rooms and they'll do classes on like ladder safety and wood restoration and um, rust removal. You know, those are some of the classes that I took. Um, and then of course, it's, you have a lot of vendors that come in and try to sell equipment and that sort of thing too. Because the vendors are the ones that kind of help put the show on. Yeah, yeah. They sponsor it. And right, run. exactly. So, <clears throat> you touched on it a little bit, but I think when people think of pressure washing their house or cleaning their house, they think of the pressure washer where there's a ton of pressure and they just are out there spraying it like a fire hose. But you guys use a soft wash process. What 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 all is that? Exactly. Um, people definitely have, um, you know, and even me prior to starting this business, you know, a lot of times people are under the assumption that the pressure from a pressure washer um, is what you want to use to to do the cleaning and in some instances yes you are going to need pressure you know but the good thing about hiring a professional is that they're going to know exactly how much pressure to use on whichever surface you're trying to clean or restore so with like a house wash is what we would call soft washing so a lot of times people say hey I, I'm calling I want to get my house pressure washed and it's like okay that's that's cool we can definitely help you out but we're actually not going to come and pressure wash your house we're going to come and what we call this soft washer house which is I like to call it my low pressure no damage process because I can pretty much guarantee that as long as you don't have any pre-existing damage to your home that we're not going to you know make any marks on your siding we're not going to um, rip any of your window screens you're not going to have water forced into your home um, or behind your siding because that's another big deal if you're using really high pressure and you're blasting 
away at the siding, um, you, this is would be for vinyl siding, that you're actually basically moving the siding as you're washing. And so what's happening is the siding is like flapping and the water can get up underneath there. Yeah. And then a lot of homes, you know, may or may not have that barrier behind the siding. And if you don't, and even if you do, it's gonna could grow mold back there. And if you don't, it's gonna get in that wood and the plywood and it can, you know, cause rotting and stuff like that. So you may not see damage right away, but you might have, you know, a year from now or two years from now, you could have extensive damage to the, you know, to the actual foundation of, you know, outer portion of your, of your home. And, um, so yeah, with the soft wash process, you know, we're coming out there and, um, we do have pressure washers on our trailer and, but they're, um, commercial grade, you know, high flow, um, machines that are, um, set up to provide the appropriate pressure for what we're cleaning. So when we come to clean the house, whether it be vinyl or a wood house or even a brick house, um, we're not going to use high pressure to eradicate things like mold and mildew and the surface dirt, spider webs, all that stuff's going to get cleaned by nice uh, detergents that are, you know, going to be safe and eco-friendly and, and all that kind of stuff won't hurt your your plants. We pre-wet the plants, pre-wet windows, um, pre-wet doors. We even will um, take the time to, we'll put uh, tape overneath, over your door locks and stuff like that to make sure no chemicals get into your locking mechanism and that sort of thing. A lot of people nowadays have security systems with cameras or um, those those like nest doorbells that have the yeah. camera on them. So we'll we'll cover those up too to make sure that the chemicals don't get on that. So our big thing is we're all about safety and no damage. Like I I you know I'm I'm, I'm really harp on that because I I just I hate having a call from a homeowner that says you know I hired this person or this company and they did this or the last person I used you can see my screens are all scratched up because this person used too much pressure you know so um it's a very impressive process because it you're like you said you're not you, you did our house for for those of you that didn't see the video I had Frank out at my house and you were very gentle with the house it was crazy <laughs> like you're spraying it with the water but and I don't know what chemicals it is. I guess you can get into that later, but there wasn't a lot of pressure and it didn't seem like you were spraying very hard, but all the dirt and the mildew, I mean, the house looks brand new. Like I told you, I was considering getting the house painted and what I thought was, I was like, well, let me get it pressure washed first and see what it looks like. And I'll be, man, it looked brand new when you guys <laughs> pulled out. and and. I mean, you just you just sprayed it softly, and you guys were out there just doing your thing, and it there was, it, it turned out amazing, man. So the, I think the soft wash is the way to go. But people don't, they just have that, like you said, that the 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 ingrained belief that it's somebody out there, you know, spraying and it's, the right. Heck and it's out it's ex you're exactly right. And I think part of that is also because the big box home improvement stores, or that's kind of how they're they're marketing. You know, when when springtime comes around and you get the the Lowe's ad in the in the newspaper, or you see the commercials, and you know they're marketing the pressure washers, or even um, if you like go and see like YouTube videos on on like Lowe's YouTube videos or Home Depot's YouTube videos, they're showing their pressure washers that they sell, and 
they're saying, okay, if you're going to clean your, wash your driveway, do it this way. If you're going to wash your house, use this soap that that's exclusively yeah. sold at Home Depot. And because they're trying to push their products on you and, you know, and it's not to say that their way is the wrong way, but it's not the best way. Um, because the thing is, is that the, the, you know, the, the process and the way that they're showing it on these YouTube videos is somebody that's, you know, going to have some training and know how to use the equipment and they're going to, you know, they're not going to just be like somebody that's going to say, oh, I think this weekend I'm going to yeah. just go to the store and buy a pressure washer and, and uh, you know, buy some crud cutter and, and you know, and that's going to that's gonna solve my issues. Well, we've all seen, you know, driving in and out of neighborhoods, you've seen the houses where you can tell somebody did it themselves and it's got all the lines and all the right. crazy and it's just like... Dude, that's your house, man. Like, exactly. Like that's we, something you need to hire a professional for, so it looks good. Like that's a two hundred, three hundred, four hundred thousand dollar investment. Exactly. And it looks like a kid was coloring on the side <laughs> of the walls. Exactly. We so, uh, like, and it's not expensive. It was a couple. It was a couple, couple hundred bucks to have you come. My house is, you know, yeah. twenty five hundred square feet or so, and if not, if that, and you came out for a couple hundred bucks, I mean, it's well worth it. Yeah, well, that's what I tell people. It's like your house is your biggest investment, and you know, like you said, you spend two, three, four hundred thousand dollars on a home, you know, um, you know, it's, it's definitely worth spending a couple hundred dollars, you know, every year or two. And, and even this, with the soft wash process, like depending on where you live, um, we've seen results last up to two years where, you know, um, we definitely recommend doing it every year just because, um, you know, it's going to, because you you're not going to stop, especially like in the spring and the summertime, you're not going to stop the spiders from coming and making co- and making nest on your house, or um, you know the mud daubers and that kind of stuff. That's going to happen every year, no matter what. So, but like when I say the results are lasting, you know, up to two years, I mean that that green and black mold that's growing on the side. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's why we do recommend every year, um, but again you know every year to two years is definitely a, you know no more than two years just because um the longer you go and we see this a lot where people will you know go we've had houses that haven't been ever cleaned or has been five to ten years and then you know we definitely clean them up really nicely but a lot of times you you have kind of a pre-existing condition so to speak where um you might have um, stains and stuff like that that get on the on the windows or um, you get like rusty nails and stuff like that that call, when you're rinsing things down it causes rust to run down the siding and stuff like that where if you're keeping up with it on a yearly or bi-yearly basis then you know those things are less likely to happen or if you do see it happen you can fix it right then and there rather than you know now you've got you know a really green moldy house and you've gone and got it all clean and now you've realized that you know you've got to replace some siding or replace you know some windows that you didn't realize because you get the mold and stuff off but then you see other stains and stuff like that that are you know behind it and so you might you know but even you know we've made some some houses that haven't been cleaned in a long time look brand new yeah it just depends and you know every house is different that's why another thing that i i like to do um, typically is, is to look at each house before I give a quote um, because some people they'll just call you up and say well my house is two stories and 2,500 square feet how much is it going to cost and I'm like well you know we have you know different um, 
things that we base our prices off of. And so, you know, it's not every 2,500 square foot house isn't going to cost the same amount because you might have a screened in porch. You might not have a screened in porch. You might have a balcony, um, especially in this area where the newer yeah. um, developments like um, Baxter and uh, and um, some of the developments that are coming in Indian land and stuff like that, they're kind of adopting that like Charleston style. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, some of those houses are not very big, but they're so intricate that, you know, it's not like, um, you know, a, a 2,000 house, a 2,000 square foot house that's got a double porch, a screened in porch, you know, plus different angles and stuff like that. You know, you might be looking at a three or four hour process versus, you know, a house that's in a the same square footage, so to speak, that's in a different neighborhood that might only take an hour to watch. literally four sides. You know, and, just four yeah. sides and there's no, you don't have to climb up on anything or you don't have, you know, you know, a bunch of spindles to clean and railings to clean and stuff like that. Those, <laughs> the spindle, yeah, the spindles yeah. are, can be a pain. You get all those spindles on the rail, on the um, porches. So, um, so yeah, that's just kind of, uh, I guess we were talking about the soft washing, but that's kind of, you know, how it, how it goes, you know, as far as, you know, I usually try to tell people a good rule of thumb as far as pricing is, is usually around nine to 12 cents a square foot. Oh, okay. Um, just to kind of give you an idea. That's not set in stone. It might be more, it might be less. It just, it all depends on, you know, the accessibility that we're going to have with cleaning the house, you know, um, you know, do you have a really long driveway? Do you have that, you know, we're going to have to back down with our trailer and stuff, or do you have, um, only one water source? Do you have a well that's out in the middle of your yard, you know, and we might have to fill our tank and then move or something like that, yeah. you know? Um, so there's just a lot of different variables. So obviously you guys do houses. What are some other things you guys do? You patios, decks. I mean, let's talk about some of that. Is yeah. the process the same with those? Or um, what do you guys do? It, de- it, it can be, uh, but other things, you know, another big thing that goes along with the houses is obviously going to be your driveways and patios. Um, driveways and patios, um, if they're made of, you know, obviously going to be concrete. Patios sometimes are going to be concrete or pavers, or some people have like stamped concrete. Um, but basically, we can pressure wash those surfaces. But again, it goes back to the chemistry, and, you know, we want to make sure we can use appropriate chemicals that allow us to use the appropriate pressure because even though concrete is hard and it can take the weight of our vehicles and everything else, it still has a delicate kind of surface to it. And if you use too much pressure or you use the wrong angle tip, then you can actually like etch the concrete or you can remove a small layer of the concrete, which can actually cause permanent damage. And then you're looking at now, you know, I I see that all the time too, where people try to to power wash their concrete um, on their own and they'll use what we call the red tip which is a little zero degree nozzle and they can they just get really really close and blast away at it and they blast a small little layer of the concrete out and the only way to fix that is to basically etch the entire surface with an acid or something that would remove enough of the layer of the concrete to kind of blend it in and you know that goes into some restoration it's very expensive yeah um you know either do something like that or you leave it the way it is and you're just going to notice it for the rest of your life or (laughs) (laughs) or you got you can spend thousands and thousands of dollars getting your concrete resurfaced um you know but but again you know some some guys and companies you know they'll come out and they'll just they'll pressure wash the uh driveways 
and they won't put any chemicals down. And the problem with that is, especially here in the South, is we have, you know, we have humid conditions, especially during the summer. And we have, you know, a lot of times we get the rain and, and the humidity along with it. And so you deal with a lot of mold and algae. And so you'll have people that come out and they'll use uh, same kind of equipment as us. We use what's called a surface cleaner. It looks like a, uh, almost like a floor buffing machine, so to speak. And um, basically you, you can use that to pressure wash the driveway or the patio. But some people will just go up and down the concrete or side to side, whichever direction they're doing it, and they don't put any chemicals down. And so what happens is it looks clean because they've eradicated that, that dirt and mold and stuff from the surface, but concrete's a couple inches thick. And so what happens is they've, they've cleaned that surface layer, but then you've still got mold and algae that's living down in the lower layers of the concrete. And so what happens is as it rains and the humidity and everything else, and those, um, you know, basically microorganisms, so to speak, as they, you know, reproduce and come back and they bloom and everything else, it comes back up to the surface of the concrete. And then you'll see like, you'll see growth in lines in the way that they cleaned. So you'll be able to, it looks like, um, almost like somebody mowed your driveway. Like, you know how you mow your grass and, yeah. you, can, and you see the lines? Yeah. You would see like, you would see like it looked like somebody mowed your driveway with different shades of black. Um, so it can be, and so what will happen is that you, you have a clean driveway and then six months later you start having this kind of pattern show up on your driveway. What so is what, growing on my driveway? So you're like, what is going on? And so <clears throat> what we do that would keep that from happening would be, we treat the property or treat the concrete with chemicals first prior to pressure washing it that way we get up as much of that um, growth as possible then when we're done we throw down another layer of chemicals which is going to basically seep into the concrete and then go even further down and kill as much of that mold and mildew as possible so that the driveway um, stays clean for much longer and then when it does start to come back it comes back in a more normal fashion than just looking like your driveway's been mowed or a carpet cleaner came in there. It's, yeah, at least the algae. And yeah, the, can, they're respectable about it. Yeah, they're respectable about <laughs> it. It doesn't come back like that, and, <laughs> and and it also has to do with how you keep. You know, the the length of time that that your driveway would stay clean is going to base on, you know, how you or the homeowner, you know, basically. Um, maintains it you know when you mow your grass after you're done do you blow it off or you know because if you don't then the more stuff you leave sitting on your driveway the more it's going to get into the concrete or, yeah um you know like in the fall when the leaves fall down and you know do you blow that stuff off or you know um or it can you know because you can get leaf stains on the driveway and stuff too driveway cleaning you know we do a lot of that in the fall because of the um, the leaves will stain the, the driveways i mean granted that stuff yeah. usually usually enough rain will come and, and it'll wash that stuff away but some people, you know, they, they want it clean, you know, after after the fall season and they get ready to decorate for the holidays and they want everything nice and clean. Exactly, so. exactly. Do you find, this is a random question, but my wife enjoys pressure washing. Like, she, when we bought our, before we realized we should hire a professional, basically, my wife would do the patios and the sidewalks and the driveways. And she, like, really liked it. Like, do you find it therapeutic It kind of is, yeah. Um, I mean... The only time it can, you know, of course, this time of year when it's, you know, 90 degrees outside, you know, it can be, uh, 
can be pretty exhausting, but that's when you can just kind of spray the mist up into the air and let it rain down yeah. on you. But, but still, you know, it, it can be exhausting, but at the same time, yeah. Um, yeah, it, there is, I guess, some kind of satisfaction with, you know, my, um, my helper, Adam, you know, he loves to see the, the transformation. He loves it when we go to, you know, he gets, he gets kind of bummed out when we go to a house that's not that dirty. He's like, oh, there's, there's, he's like, there's, were we out here last year? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, we did too good of a job. <laughs> he's like, yeah, the, he's like, the, the before and after is not as dramatic because, um, I mean, you literally, you know, when we spray our, our, um, our mix onto the house, especially like, like the house, one of the houses we did yesterday, um, had a good deal of the green mold on it. And, um, and basically, you know, you, once you spray it on and you let it sit there for a few minutes and you see it disappear, it's just like, you know, he just gets mesmerized by it. Not, yeah. You know, and it is, it's pretty, uh, you know, it's pretty cool. And a lot of times, you know, it's, it's kind of mind boggling to, to the homeowners and property owners as well as they come back out and they're like, Oh my gosh, how did you do that without, without blasting away my house? You know, like, and you know, we say, you know, it's, it's not magic you know we just it's just we we just use this appropriate process and and um you know luckily you know it does come out looking pretty pretty good most of the time do you guys do wood deck like decks and yeah, stuff like um, that wood we do um when it comes to uh like we like to call it wood restoration because a lot of times when it comes to like decks and fences um people are have either recently like within like six months to a year have like installed a new deck or a fence or they've had it for several years and it's kind of turned gray or kind of black and moldy and they're wanting to stain it and so that wood is another one that's kind of like vinyl where if you use too much pressure on wood you will just destroy it and so what we do is we do a four-step process to basically clean, restore, and prep the wood for staining. So um, it starts with, you know, keeping the wood wet because you don't want to apply the detergents to dry wood because it can dry it out and the chemicals won't work properly. Um, so, you know, basically, you know, we, we keep the wood wet. We apply some special detergents to it that are, it's going to, to um, safely clean it. And then when we rinse it down, we're only using, you know, minimal pressure maybe 500 to 800 psi which is higher than we would use on a house um, a house wash is less than 500 psi um, but with wood you have uh, especially with like fences and decks where the wood is kind of grayed you have to kind of remove that kind of dead layer we kind of call it that that way when you remove that that kind of dead layer it brings like the natural brightness or the natural color of the, I shouldn't say brightness it brings a natural color of the wood um, back. Then after we've done that rinse process, then we uh, apply a brightener to the wood, which then kind of helps even it out. It brightens it up. It also um, neutralizes the pH of the wood so that um, it's more accepting of the stain. So that way once the wood dries out after, you know, a certain amount of time, whether it's, you know, a few days to, a few, you know, a few weeks, depending on the weather and stuff like that, you know, you can have a painter or if you decide to stain it yourself, you know that the stain is going to adhere to the wood properly and not going to be, you know, coming off and chipping off or anything like that, depending on what kind of stain you use. So I know you guys are F9 authorized. What does that mean? F9 um, stands for Front 9 Restoration. And basically it is a process of, um, it's basically a rust removal process. 
but um, it also can be used for removing red clay stains, which is really big in our area. But um, like I said, it's primarily a, a rust removal process um, because a lot of times you'll see, um, especially driveways or parking lots, um, dumpster pads, bank drive-throughs, anywhere that's capable of getting um, rust stains from whether it's from battery acid or even um, a lot of times people put out fertilizer and if you don't sweep the fertilizer or blow the fertilizer off and then it rains, the fertilizer will make a rust stain on your, on your sidewalk or your driveway. And basically there's um, the stuff that, you know, that is sold at like home improvement stores for rust removal. Um, it's just not professional grade, so to speak. And a lot of times it can do more harm than good because you are gonna, these kind of chemicals are gonna be acids. And if they're not used properly, if you just dump the acid on the concrete, acid actually will eat concrete. And so if you put too much on or it's not diluted properly, um, then you'll actually eat away the concrete and then you'll have permanent damage. So what the front nine process does is they have developed a chemical that is gonna be an acid chemical, but it's buffered so it's safer for the concrete and we've basically gone through training of different methods to actually um, to apply these cleaners and um, allow it to to work and dry and we broom it and rinse it and it's just a whole process to where you're not just removing um, little you know spots here and there we want to basically yeah. because once you do apply these these chemicals to the concrete it's going to brighten it significantly so if you don't treat the entire area, um, then you're going to have, you might have had a, let's say you had a rust stain that was, you know, two feet by two feet, and then you just cleaned that one area or cleaned the rust up in that one area, then you're going to have a nice bright two feet by two feet yeah. stain. So it's <laughs> like you you got rid of the rust. It's like tooth whitening, only one tooth. Right, exactly. So. <laughs> So basically, you know, um, and that sometimes it's hard for people to, it, it, it's tough because it, it's hard sometimes for people to justify when we say we want to come out and we're going to apply this process to, or we're going to use this process on your entire driveway when you might only have one block or one square that has a stain. But, you know, one thing that we're, you know, big at All Clean is we're big on quality and we don't we want you to be you know wild with the results and we don't want to just you know kind of for lack of a better term half acid you know yeah. and um and so that's why a lot of times you know it, it's uh it's best to to do the entire you know driveway or sidewalk or, or whatever it may be and um so that's kind of what the F9 is, F9 process is we work directly with um with the people at F9, the technical advisors and the chemists there. So every project that that comes up that would that would need a product used by F9 or developed by F9, we go directly to them and um, you know, they walk us through a, the best way to apply it and whether or not there needs to be drying in between applications or whether it needs to be done, you know, kind of, you know, if we need to dilute the product or not dilute the product. So we work directly with them and um you know, so that way we can say that, you know, we're going to have this done appropriate or properly and, you know, in the safest way possible. Yeah. And it's not going to cause any damage. Because like I said, you know, that's, that's my biggest thing is, you know, we want to make sure we're not causing any damage. Um, so that's kind of the, 
the F9 in a, in a nutshell. And in order to become an authorized applicator, you have to um, apply for it and fill out an application and they verify your business and they verify that you've got the proper equipment and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, so you were in the military, you were in the Navy for how long? Uh, about four years. Four years. And then now you're an entrepreneur. How do you think those two coexist? I mean, were you, um, do, do you use some of the skills and trainings that you learned in the military to kind of help you start your own business? And how do you feel like those two work together? I think, well, when I was in the Navy, I was a, um, field medic for the Marine Corps. So I was, uh, or a hospital corpsman. So I was, I was out in the field with the Marines. I wore a Marine Corps uniform um, most of the time. And, uh, you know, my job there was to keep them safe and um, save lives, basically, almost like a, you know, like I said, it was like a medic. Um, so that doesn't kind of go completely with what I do now. But I think that it has to, a lot of what I learned in the Navy kind of has to do with, you know, work ethic and, and trying and not giving up on, you know, yourself or other people and um or and so i think that you know that's helped me uh with growing my business is to you know take kind of that um leadership kind of approach that i learned you know in the navy because the military is very big on you know teaching you leadership and independence and all that kind of stuff and um and teamwork and you know a lot of things that you know that that they teach in the military, I guess, you know, you can definitely apply to, to entrepreneurship. And, uh, I think a lot of it has to do with also, um, holding myself accountable, you know, for, for everything I do. And that's, and that just goes with everything that I do, you know, in, in life and, and with my, my business as well Is I want to do it the right way, because the last thing I want to do is, is, you know, come out and, and, and mess something up because especially when you're dealing with people's properties like yeah it's your biggest investment and you know <laughs> like, like you don't want somebody coming out and be like what happened yeah exactly no, and then a lot of times no. you have um you you are dealing with with people that are not necessarily going to be home when you're working on their house yeah. because a lot of house washes you know they don't necessarily take a lot of time and and people you know have their lives and their jobs to get to and so excuse me, the last thing you want is for, you know, they're trusting you with their home and not even going to be there. Yeah. And then they would come home and, you know, see some damage or something that would be, you know, I, I couldn't imagine as the homeowner how that would make me feel because then you, that now not only do you have a, a catastrophe on your hands, you're like, okay, now i got to try to get a hold of this person. Well, you kind of experienced it. <laughs> I guess, yeah, when it happened to my house, and, and that's the thing is like, you know, it wasn't extensive damage, you know, we just had to repaint a gable vent. But at the same time, you're just kind of like, you don't know what to say. You know, mm-hmm. you're kind of like, you're in this situation where he comes and knocks on the door and says, okay, this is what happened. And it's like, okay, I'm glad he was honest about it. But it's like, I'm not the kind of person that's going to be like, okay, well, you go to Home Depot and you're going to buy some paint and yeah, you're going to come yeah. back and fix that. You know, I mean, I still paid him for his work and, you know, and um, and everything else. And and so, you know, when when you're when people are trusting us with their with their properties, you know, we want to make sure we're doing things correctly because not only do we not want to cause any damage, we want it to, to look nice. We also want you, you know, as a customer for life, you know, we want next year or the year after, you know, we want you to, to come back to us and we want you to refer us and everything else. And so, you know, it's like 
what's the expression like they say bad news travels faster than yeah, good news something like that. and so like you know if if something bad happens you're going to tell 50 people versus if something if you're really happy about it you might only tell two or three people you know it's just that's how unfortunately that's how things work you know yeah so it's you know as, as much as we pride ourselves on doing good work it's definitely the the, the bad news does travel faster yeah. All right, man. Well, I'm going to let you take us home here. Why don't you give us uh, maybe a 10 to 15 second recap on All Clean and then tell us how we can get in touch with you directly. All right. Um, well, I appreciate you having me. Um, basically, uh, we're a pressure washing, soft washing company located here. In, uh, we're located in Indian Land, and we work here in Fort Mill, Indian Land, South Charlotte, like the Ballantine area, Waxhaw, um, and you can contact us at uh, 803-322-6480 or via our website at allclean.com. That's A-U-L-L-C-L-E-A-N.com. That's right. All right, Frank All, All Clean. Thanks for coming on the Jones Zone, man. It's a pleasure right, to you. have you. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening to the Jones Zone podcast with Chris and Brian Jones. We'll catch you on the next episode.